the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for September 2nd, 2012. Sorry, I almost forgot what month we were in. Uh, the study today is going to primarily comprise in the first part, the first half mostly, <clears throat> uh, just all the things that have happened even in the last week regarding the coming potential for financial collapse, martial law, uh, those types of scenarios that we're looking at. There's been a ton of information just in the last week from different sources that are confirming uh, a lot of my previous studies regarding this subject. So uh, let's go ahead and just get right into it. The first article is entitled The Final Race, The Final Lap for Your Freedom by Greg Evenson, the former state trooper. Now I'm only going to read really the first you know, a couple paragraphs, because it was a pretty lengthy study, and we're going to be covering a lot of the other things that he mentioned in this, in the body of this study, more, a little more specifically so. But it kind of, what he says here kind of sets the tone. Uh, with massive troop movements across America, combat training by police agencies across the country, Russian and foreign troops in nighttime airborne maneuvers out west, arson fires set by rogue agents in six states, 1.7 billion rounds of ammo under orders under order to national government agencies, some of which have no law enforcement mission like NASA, NOAA, Social Security Administration, USDA poultry inspectors, FDA SWAT teams that raid whole milk farms. These are the people that are requesting all of these uh, ammunitions. And most of, the, most of the time when they're requesting these things, they're hollow point rounds. Now, you don't use hollow points to practice with. You use hollow points on other people. Or from because they inflict maximum organ damage, that's why they're they're used. So you have all these governmental agencies that normally wouldn't think would be requesting these types of things, and they are. So things are obviously ramping up. The vile perpetrator is the government, and now rogue federal agencies build up and thrust against us by Washington D.C. are locked and loaded. The Department of Homeland Tyranny or Security (TSA), the Pentagon. Complicit state governors who actually hold the key to ending this by exerting constitutional sovereignty and taking their people out of this traitorous mix. People like Janet Napolitano, Eric Holder, <clears throat> David Axelrod, Harry Reid, John Boehner, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Barry Satoro Obama, and the homosexuals in the Pentagon are all evil incarnate and reside at the heart of this nation's horrible present and incomprehensibly bleak future. Also, we see evidence in reports like, and I give you the link to several different reports. Um, some of these are recent, some of them are not so recent. Well, the first one is entitled, Plastic FEMA Caskets in the United States. There's links to all of these. There's YouTube videos, if you haven't seen that one, how they have the <clears throat> thousands and thousands of these FEMA caskets that can hold uh, anywhere from, I guess, three to five people, I guess, depending on the size of the person. Uh, DHS orders 450 million rounds of 40 caliber bullets. Those are the hollow points that we mentioned earlier. Internment camps all over the United States being built. Military jobs available. Internment camp specialists. Most of these articles I've covered in previous teachings, and if you want to know more about them, you can click on these links. 
This is just kind of rapid-fire stuff that we're doing here. Uh, martial law by executive order. Again, the executive orders for martial law are all in place, and it would just be a matter of enacting a lot of these executive orders <clears throat> once martial law came into being, and that particular article goes over that. Next one is the NDAA bill gets signed for an indefinite internment of U.S. citizens. Uh, and then next one, want, for, want proof foreign troops are here now. There's a video you can watch about if you don't believe there's foreign troops here now. And then the next one is entitled True Facts About the FEMA Camps. And the next one is the U.S. government coming war with the American people. Insane quantities of government ammo purchases point to only one purpose, especially when these are agencies like Department of Homeland Security. It's not the Department of Foreign Security. Waging for, it's Department of Homeland Security. When they're ordering those types of quantities of hollow point rounds, it can only be for one purpose, and that's going to be used against the populace. There, there can be no other, you know, again, they don't practice with those types of rounds. That would be ridiculous. So this truly has become, it is becoming a living nightmare, far worse than Hollywood has produced so far. And I give you the link to that whole article if you'd like to read that. Now, Again, I always want to give the biblical remedy for these things. Because I could just sit here and preach or talk about doom and gloom the whole time. And really all that's going to do is... It's not going to do anything to strengthen your faith. That's for sure. You're going to come away feeling like totally hopeless. Oh, man. I mean... And honestly, a lot of... Some of these people that talk, that's all... When I hear them talk, that's about the only feeling I get coming away from it. Yeah, there may be a lot of great factual information there, but again, we always want to temper it with the word of God. So, the Bible says in Psalm 46, 1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth be removed, Though the mountains be carried in the midst of the sea. And now that's a greater thing than what we were just talking about. I mean, yeah, they can order the coffins and they can order the hollow point rounds and do all this and that. But the earth being removed is a bigger deal. So in other words, they're, they're, I mean, in perspective, uh, if you compare the two, the earth being removed is a bigger deal than them ordering 40 million hollow point rounds. So... It says, therefore we will not fear though the earth be removed, which is obviously a much bigger deal than what I was just talking about. And though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Okay? Well, I guess that would imply kind of a massive earthquakes. And again, those are, the earthquake scenario is definitely one that, they just got a ton of earthquakes, a swarm, they're calling them, in, in California recently. And I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen from that standpoint as well. But though the waters... There of roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. So in other words, just keep your eyes fixed on the Lord Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith. God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And the fear of man bringeth a snare. And that would imply also the fear of, you know, these situations that, that we bring up on a weekly basis. Um, now, the Bible does say my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. It says that we're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of us, 2 Corinthians 2.11. Um, so, yes, I mean, the prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. 
So it's, it's again, it's kind of about having biblical balance here is, is what we're trying to do. So next verse, <clears throat> there is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. Now this is the river that, uh, that goes through heaven, essentially. Um, there's a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. Okay, We're dealing with, with heaven here. Uh, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. Obviously, we're dealing with heaven. God is in the midst of her. More confirmation, we're dealing with heaven. She shall not be moved. God shall help her in that right early. I don't know, I, just, I threw those in there. I just thought that was neat, those two verses. Um, you know, the river in the midst of heaven. I mean, praise the Lord. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, the heathen raged and the kingdoms were moved. Again, <laughs> this is what we're dealing with now. I mean, so much wickedness everywhere you turn. The heathen are raging. You know, the kingdoms are being removed. He uttered his voice, meaning God, and the earth melted. See, God's in control. No matter what happens, no matter how black or how dark it may look, the Lord Jesus Christ is in control. Father God is in control. Jesus Christ, ever seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, ever making intercession for the saints. That's you and me as born-again Christians. So, then it goes, uh, in verse 10, it says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Amen. See, that's that's the end of things. God's going to be exalted among the heathen. And he's going to be exalted in the earth. That's the end of all of this. He wins. We win. We're on the winning side, period. No matter if we live or we die, we're still on the winning side. You know, if, if, if again, if, if your life is taken, absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So, and then the last verse says, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Meaning, ponder deeply in thought. So, uh, anyway, I wanted to kind of throw those verses in there, you know, because this is some really heavy-duty information we're talking about. I mean, it's pretty bad when you do a study now, and like the first ten pages of my study is just basically source after source after source of people, different unrelated people saying pretty much the same thing. I even left some stuff out of this one, just ones that were more of a questionable nature. I could have had more. Uh, in this particular study regarding what we're going to be talking about today. The the next one is entitled DHS Source, It's Going Hot. It's from Doug Hagman, and this was just from August 29th. starts out by saying, It's going hot. Those were the ominous opening and closing words from my source inside the Department of Homeland Security in two separate contacts we've had within the last 72 hours. Readers to the website and listeners to my program know that this source is known as, he entitles them, Rosebud, a source with high access to high levels within the DHS administration. Readers of this website and listeners to my radio program are familiar with the DHS Insider from previous leaks detailing alleged plans by members of the Obama administration to keep him in power beyond the 2012 elections. So this is what a lot of these scenarios are revolving around, keeping Obama in power. Judy McLeod, award-winning founder and editor of Canada Free Press, 
and not one to succumb to delusion or fantasy, points out and provides a solid foundation for this possibility in her column published on August 27, 2012, titled, and there's a link to this in my, there's the PDF for this for uh, 9.2.12 at contendingfortruth.com, and you can click on the PDF, everything's free, and you can click on these links and explore them further if you like. But anyway, the title of her article is Staged Crisis Leading to Suspended Elections Could Happen on Our Watch. For the purpose of full disclosure, I must note what follows is a compilation of the contacts that have been assembled into a single conversation for easier reading. Now, all of these articles I'm going over today, I have condensed. And meaning, I'm not going over the full thing for time's sake. I'm trying to do more rapid-fire points here now. Uh, so we can get in a maximum amount of information. Um, now, because I'm doing that, I'm going to have to sacrifice some in the way of detail of a particular report. But you can always go up here, click on the links that are associated with them, and explore them further. So, <clears throat> uh, none of the information has changed or otherwise been edited. According to my well-placed source within the DHS, meaning Department of Homeland Security apparatus, what amounts to a final authorization was reportedly given to do a DHS directly from the White House. A, quote, go signal, if you will. It's going hot. The plan or whatever specific operation that was devised is going hot, meaning they're going to enact it uh, or being put into motion. You've got to let people know that something is up. Approval has been given, and unless somebody stops it, we're going to have a staged event inside the United States, and it's being set up so it gets real ugly real fast. Now, from almost all of the, the, the standpoint of virtually all of these articles that come out, whether it's from this source or from Alex Jones or from whoever, generally speaking, not always, but generally speaking, what you're going to see is they're going to give you the information and they're going to say, okay, we need to let every, many, as many people know as possible, get people woke up. And I agree. But... What you seldom see, or what we don't see enough of, I should say, when we see these, this type of information is the call to prayer and or fasting in conjunction with this type of information. I believe that a lot of the information that has been put out with this ministry and a lot of other ministries, because it has been put out, because there were Christians praying about certain things, that that is the very reason that things have been averted. It has moved, you know, the hand of God moved in regard to a particular thing, and, and it was averted. It was it was not able to come to pass. So whether this will be the case or not, I don't know. I I, I think it'd be a miracle if we got through the end of this year without some real, real heavy-duty stuff happening. Um, and there's going to come a point where it's going to happen from a biblical standpoint, from a, you know, if you look at the book of Daniel and Revelation and these types of things, from an end time standpoint, things are going to start eventually, no matter, you know, because it's God's will. At a certain point, it will be God's will to let these things start to happen. So, you know, that's why even Jesus Christ said, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done in the Garden of Gethsemane. So, uh, let's go further here. <clears throat> Uh, let's see here. Obviously, I've asked for clarification uh, of the details of this event. So then it goes on to say, look, I'll tell you everything I know. Now, this is his source, this rosebud. What I've heard and seen uh, and some of what I've been told. 
but you've got to get this to the public. Rosebud, wasn't that from Citizen Kane, I believe, that, that show? Though they had the Rosebud, was at the end, it was like, Rosebud was on like the end of the, uh, that sled he had or whatever. It was like the whole irony of the whole thing. Anyway, anyway, I'm, I'm sure that I might be butchering things. But anyway, um, the movie is what I was in reference to. So anyway, it goes on to say, even then, I'm not sure we know enough about specific operational details, have enough time, or have the ability to overcome the characterizations of lunacy they're going to throw at you, at us, for even talking about this. In other words... When you have this type of information come out, there's going to be obviously trolls and disinformation people out there that are going to try to discredit it. Uh, Then he goes on to say, I've heard you talk about the normalcy bias of most Americans, and that's part of what we're fighting. Normalcy bias meaning like people are there in their own little zone and world, and they've got, you know, their sports and their this and their that, and they're all in their little mindset, and they don't want to anything that would bring them out of their normalcy bias, essentially, they're going to fight and resist. <clears throat> Which I'm sure, you know, most of you have encountered that as well. goes on to say, I, I asked my source for details. What exactly is the plan? Can you give me specific details? How do, you, how do you know the plan is actually really going to go hot? It goes on to say, okay, from what I've been able to learn, there have been a couple of different plans for scenarios developed ready to be implemented at a moment's notice, but each are distinctly different in nature and in timing. And it says they've got contingencies. Uh, They are watching the poll numbers. They are closely monitoring public sentiment. Now, that's interesting because today, when I went up on the uh, Drudge Report, just to get, you know, not like I think everything in the Drudge Report's accurate, but just to get a sense and a feel for things, the first article that was on there, and I don't know if it still is, I'm up there right now, um, it, it, it got moved down one, but it's Romney 48%, Obama 44%. Now, whatever, this is the trumped up poll numbers or whatever, but this is what the elite, I believe, are releasing. So it is looking like that Obama's losing ground now, because at one point I think Obama was supposedly ahead, and now Romney's ahead by four points. And that doesn't seem to be getting any better. So, bear that in mind as we read further. Uh, They're watching the poll numbers, they're closely monitoring public sentiment. They, meaning the globalists, the elitists, the Illuminati, whatever you want to call them. Uh, But the objective of the plan is that they want to portray Obama as a victim of a racist hatred by white gun owners. See, white gun owners increasingly, and particularly veterans, are becoming the source of all evil in this country. Muslims are good. Muslims, especially the radical ones that go around and chop people's heads off and blow stuff up, they're good. Okay, the white, particularly if you're a constitutionalist or if you believe in the Bible or, uh, you know, if you believe in Second Amendment, First Amendment, free speech, and these types of things, then you're really evil. They are the source of all evil on planet Earth, evidently. This is the way it's becoming more and more and more. I and mean, I'm not just saying that because I'm, I'm a white guy or whatever with, you know, with some kind of axe to grind. I'm being honest. I mean, we're, that sect of the populace in America is being demonized more and more and more. And it seems like all of these shootings now that are happening are from, you know, white guys in their 20s, 30s, 40s that are, you know, 
some half-cocked mind control slave that they turn loose at one point, um, and they're using that to strengthen and bolster their position. So, in other words, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I could just say that and have nothing to back it up with, but you look at the events, just the recent events, the Sikh shooting, the Batman shooting, you know, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of other ones, and it's definitely, uh, that sect of humanity is definitely being demonized seems like more than any other. Uh, the people concerned about the Constitution, these are, uh, let me just read this over too. They want to portray Obama as a victim of racist hatred by white gun owners. The people concerned about the Constitution, the people they consider fringe. They want to silence their critics, prove that the talk show hosts are causing hatred, and that all gun owners are behind the recent shootings. Uh, that's at the heart of the plan. And again, I've run over the statistics, the, the higher level of gun ownership uh, in, a, in a particular, and I mean like lawful gun ownership put in the right hands, the more the crime rate goes down, the more the murder rate goes down. I mean, it it prevents so much evil when guns are in the hands of lawful people. Okay, it's proven over and over. When they disarm a country, that's when the dictators come in and wholesale kill and slaughter. It's millions and millions and millions. You could prove it over and over and over again. So you look at the fruit of something, you know, and... The fruit of gun control is as evil as it gets. I mean, if you like a lot of murder and murdering innocent people and their families and putting people in the gulags and, and taking away all your rights and imposing your will and uh, raping and pil- pilfering and, and plundering every... Well, then, you know, uh, you know, if that's what you're into, I guess, then, you know, you, you want to take away their guns. That's the thing you do. That's the thing that all these dictators always do first off before they start their wholesale killing spree. Uh, so this is that figures into this quite a bit. So let's go further here. So that's at the heart of the plan. Uh, they want to show that all the gun owners were behind the recent shootings. Uh, but to understand just how insidious this is, you've got to understand the people who are behind it. My source continued, I've been trying to get as much information as possible, but it's not been easy. This is definitely a plan that has its origins at the highest levels of the White House and seems limited to maybe a handful of people closest to Obama. The only reason I know about this authorization order or approval or whatever you want to call it is that there was a major slip-up at a very upper level in the DHS, and I mean the very upper level he stated. Now, in the original article, he goes on to detail the slip-up. I'm not going to get into all that. Okay, you can read the article if you like to, but he gets into it in detail, how this happened, how he got this information. Anyway, I asked my source whether the DHS is involved in the actual planning or staging of the event. In response, the source, source stated that Janet Napolitano and her closest aides are playing a supporting role. She has to be involved because she has, a control, has to control the response to a staged event. Meaning the Department of Homeland Security is going to be intricately involved with this. The same Department of Homeland Security in FEMA that's yoked up with the clergy response teams of the 501c3 churches across America that will be triggered and enacted when Caesar calls in the chips to basically go to their congregations and say, turn in your guns, come here, get all your family uh, vaccinated because the government's here. We need to do whatever Roman, the, the Bible, or whatever the government tells us to do because they're always a force for good, according to Romans 13, and they're not reading Romans 13 properly. That's a total misapplication of Scripture, and I've done a whole teaching on that. Just key in Romans in the search box at um, contendingfortruth.com. Also key in 
501c3, 501c3, if you want to know how the, the FEMA and Homeland Security are intricately linked up with the churches across America. Not every one, but a ton of them, thousands of them. And that number, I believe, has been increasing. And they will be used in lockstep with the government in order to accomplish the government's agenda because they're part of that beast system. They're part of that beast system. They got their 501c3 corporate status through the government. They have to abide by IRS guidelines. And it, that whole system is going to be assimilated into the one world system, uh, system of Antichrist eventually. That is, I mean, think about it. The one world religion under Antichrist and the false prophet will be like a global, unified, corporate church, essentially. Or whatever they're going to call it. And that system will be assimilated. So they better, you know, at some point they're going to have to either make up their mind to get out uh, or stay on that train right to hell, essentially. Because that's where that, that train's going to end up. So, going forward here. Uh, so yes, Janet Napolitano's involved. She's involved to coordinate and implement the clampdown after the fact. She does what she is told. From everything I've heard, I believe the plans come from Valerie Jarrett. And I've heard that a lot, too that she's uh, in times past, and possibly a close friend and Obama associate who has a very big stake in Obama's re-election. What happens and when it happens depends on the events of the next 60 days. If it appears that Obama does not have a lock on the next four years to finish what he started, what he has been told to do, then watch for it to go hot. So in other words, he was put in office preferably from an Illuminati standpoint, for an eight-year term. He's already inflicted, I mean, untold damage on this country, just from his first four years. But if you think it's bad now, wait for the next four years, if he gets in. Okay? And it, it, it will be so much worse, because he won't have to placate voters anymore. It won't be any of worrying about getting reelected for another term. The gloves will totally come off. The agenda will ramp up at, at a pace where we've never even seen it. If we think it's bad now, we have no idea. And the fangs uh, will really come out on Obama. We have not seen the worst of that, that dude. Now, I understand he's a puppet on a string, Illuminati handlers, but he's going to be really turned loose. Second, second term, if he gets in there. Now, what they're saying is that if, if they're looking intently at poll numbers, well, now I'm seeing these polls come out where Romney's clearly being ahead. Not to say we can trust poll numbers, but this is what, this is what the globalist elitists who control the media are letting get out. And they're saying that if he, if he's not going to, if it doesn't look like he's going to get in for another four years, and that's looking less and less. Then, get ready for it to go hot. Get ready for this stuff to happen. Get ready for a false flag. Get ready for martial law. You know, you name it. And we're looking at, from the time frames I'm seeing, anywhere from the next, at earliest six weeks to latest the ten weeks, around that time frame, from, from the various sources I've seen. Now, not to say it, something couldn't happen sooner. Not to say that nothing may happen in that time frame. I'm not acting like I'm a prophet or date setting or doing any of that. I'm here to kind of give you the big picture of what I'm seeing, handwriting on the wall type of stuff, and for people 
you know, calling people to pray and fast about these particular things, inform their friends and those types of things, create public awareness, hopefully wake people up, hopefully get people saved, is what it really boils down to. And, um, like a watchman would do, if he sees the sword coming to the city, according to Ezekiel 3 and 33, you know, and he warned not the city, then the blood of that city, he, the God will require at the watchman's hands. So that's what I'm here to do. But I'm not saying in any regard that I'm prophetic in any of these things. I'm just reporting on, on news, essentially. But the Bible does say, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established. And there's way more than two or three sources pretty much pointing in the same direction here. But at the same time, I've also seen the prayers of the saints avert a lot of these things, I believe, through the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, so, going next, forward to the next article, it's entitled, More Proof of Military Invasion of the United States. Yesterday, the Real Agenda, which is a news group, the Real Agenda report, and there's a link to this article, on the latest influx of foreign, Russian, and Chinese commandos in the United States. On August 17th, a report on True News Radio told about how inside sources in the U.S. government have revealed details on the continuous arrival of troops who have positioned themselves in both the U.S. and Canada in what seems to be an attempt to prepare for a military takeover of North America. Now, if all this stuff were, were planning, if they were planning for this stuff to go down, let's say in the next six weeks to ten weeks, and they wanted to use foreign troops in order to be their chief enforcers. Because they know that they're going to have a harder time using our own troops against our own people. Wouldn't it make sense to bring over foreign troops from like China and Russia, who hate our guts anyway, and preposition them ahead of time, so that they could do the dirty work, so that they could be the scapegoats, when, you know, massive amounts of people disappeared in shootings and things of this nature? Not to say it's not going to be coordinated with our own military. Uh, uh, some of these, they're going to be dubbed United Nations, probably peacekeepers, are going to be there to police our own troops. And we'll talk about more of that in a little bit. Uh, in the recent article sent to Real Agenda, the author explains that a person close to True News radio host, Rick Wiles, revealed how his source from the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, and again, another source from Homeland Security, confirmed that Russian Spetsnaz commandos are infiltrating into the USA from Canada. Now, I was just talking with a brother yesterday that was confirming this about his military contacts, or saying that it's a foregone conclusion. Um, and there's a ton of these Spetsnaz troops here. And so... I'm getting this from multiple, multiple sources. He goes on to say, he said it's been underway all summer, and he estimates the number of commandos at present time inside the USA to be in excess of 20,000. I've heard the number could be much, much higher than that. It is well known that both Russian and Chinese military operatives visit the U.S. to participate in so-called civil drills. The previous one, one known, the previous known drill took place at Fort Carson, Colorado, between May 24th and 31st of this year, and it may have had something to do with the ongoing clandestine immigration of Russian commandos. Besides the confirmation made by the DHS source, other news reports from today's alert about the strong presence of foreign troops on U.S. soil and that they are as close to the U.S. military as it can get, meaning they're working together. Okay, our, our military and their military. For example, 
According to CNSNews.com, and there's a link to that story, both Russian and American Air Force personnel began a joint counterterrorism exercise on Monday with supported with the supported intention of preparing for a scenario that would include a hijacked plane on international airspace. There is no way the U.S. government is unaware that thousands of Russian and Chinese commandos are entering the country. And, of course, they know about Air Force drills as well. One must then ask, how can two countries that have such a volatile past and present, especially when it comes to military issues, meet in the air to conduct joint military exercises? As global powers, the United States and Russia have a special responsibility for ensuring peace and stability in the world, said White House, said the White House back in 2009, after both governments signed an agreement to conduct the kind of military exercises that began uh, yesterday and also included Canadian forces. That was at the time of this writing. So in other words, they're doing all these joint military exercises together, and they've been doing it for a while. But the seemingly warm relationship between Russia and the U.S. does not stop there. Russian military commandos were were shown the inside of NORAD at Cheyenne Mountain, the North American Aeroface Defense uh, Command recently, and it was in the news. They were taken inside. Uh, The way Steve Quayle described it, it it would be like, you know, inviting the foxes into the hen house for a nice little open house. And, you know, hey, here's, here's our deal. Uh, would you like to eat any, of, any, eat any of the chickens, Mr. Fox? You know, that type of scenario. So, um, and back in 2011, NORAD Deputy Commander Colonel Todd Baffle flew in a fencing 1220 aircraft with Russian Air Force Colonel Vasilev during an Operation v- v- Vigilant Eagle 2011. This was another joint military exercise. So, what makes this year interesting is that the Russian personnel from the Russian Federation Air Force are actually here at NORAD headquarters at Peterson Air Force Base in Colorado Springs, said Royal Canadian Navy Lieutenant uh, Al Blondin and a NORAD spokesman. The close relationship between military forces isn't even hidden from the public light at this point. As it might have been done years ago, Russian military counterparts are now training deep within the U.S.'s defense network. And again, why, what, why on God's green earth would they be doing this? Inviting high-level Russian brass over here in, you know, having all of these joint military exercises if there wasn't some agenda behind that. But military exercises are not the only red flags in what seems to be a quiet infiltration of foreign military groups in the United States. News about rather strange military occurrences have been reported just in the last few weeks, and they just happen to involve Russia. Number one, I didn't go over this last week, because this is a similar report to last week, except it's just more information. I couldn't cover it all last week. Number one, what are some things that have happened in the last weeks? Number one, Russian submarine in the Gulf of Mexico. The Russian a Luca-class nuclear submarine ventured undetected in the Gulf of Mexico and was able to operate for weeks before being discovered, only after it had left the area, raising concerns over gaps in U.S. patrols off American coasts, according to reports in Washington Free Beacon. I mean, that was... It wasn't front-page news, because they didn't want it to be, you know, lead story at the nightly news or whatever, but it did happen. Uh, so a nuclear sub with, I'm sure, armed with nuclear warheads in the Gulf of Mexico for weeks. Now, number two, and I reported on this, Russia moves nuclear missiles to Cuba. A report out of Pravada quotes 
President Vladimir Putin as saying that Russia has moved strategic nuclear missiles to Cuba in response to the United States' continuing efforts to encircle Russia in Eastern Europe. Okay, and that's true. Um, Number three, Russian troops to seize a CIA facility in an elaborate war game on U.S. soil. According to report, and all of these are linked, all of the reports I'm, and they're not linked to even, like, somebody might say, well, some kind of fringe news site. A lot of these are are mainstream news sites. Uh, According to reports, the U.S. and Russian military will be engaging in an anti-terrorism exercise that will involve Russian paratroopers using U.S. weapons to, quote, take and hold the main facilities of the CIA and Denver International Airport in Colorado which we've reported on many of times, and the National Security Agency in Utah. i got a feeling Denver in that area is going to be ground zero for a lot of stuff going on in the near future, according to a lot of the reports I've seen. Number four, Russian troops coming to the U.S. for terror drills. DOD confirms Russian airborne assault forces will be arriving in Colorado this May for a joint terror war exercise with U.S. soldiers, according to U.S. officials and Russian military personnel cited in media reports. The Kremlin's Defense Ministry and the U.S. Department of Defense both said it would be the first time in history that American and Russian airborne special operation troops would be training together on U.S. soil. Next report, bear at the door. Russian nuclear bombers test U.S. air defenses in Arctic war games during Obama-Putin summit. Russian strategic nuclear bombers threatened U.S. airspace near Alaska earlier this month, and F-15 jets responded by intercepting the aircraft, taking part in a large-scale Arctic war games. According to defense officials, the Russian war games began the same day that President Obama and Russian President Vladimir Putin held a summit meeting in Mexico on June 18th. So again, this is like rapid-fire news. I'm, I'm telling you a lot of stuff to confirm a lot of what we're talking about, that it's not just imaginary fairy tale stuff. Uh, this is this stuff is really happening. To these uh, news, one has to add the fact, to this news, one has to add the fact that several U.S. cities have also been served as transit lines for the movement of heavy military equipment across the country. There's been a lot of people, in other words, that have seen um, a lot of heavy military equipment moving across the you know, United States. Is the U.S. government preparing to round up its citizens due to a financial collapse? which could be one of the, from the scenarios I have seen, that, that is most, the most likely scenario, that it will begin with the financial collapse of the dollar. Now, as we've said before, if you see the euro collapse, and that's going to happen as well, from the sources I've seen, you would hopefully have two weeks before the dollar would collapse. Now, I can't be dogmatic. It might be sooner, it might be later, but... From the financial sources I've seen, and um, that would be really the first trigger. So if you see that happening, (laughs) whatever your contingency plan is, whether that's praying and fasting, or whether it's going to your bug out location, whatever the Lord Jesus Christ has instructed you to do, that's when you would want to implement it. Okay, so uh, hopefully we will have a window of opportunity. to be able to act in in whatever regard we're proposing to act. so And the Lord can open those doors. So, let's go further here. Um, Okay, so is the U.S. government preparing to round up its citizens due to the financial collapse, or will the foreign troops do it? 
Will the U.S. suffer an attack to be used as an excuse to impose martial law? Now remember, if Obama is able, if any of this stuff happens, financial collapse, false flag event on U.S. soil, let's say a big time, unbelievable, holy, horrific, natural disaster, uh, pandemic, there's a whole bunch of scenarios. If any of that happens before the November elections, Obama suspends the elections, these executive orders get, get kicked in, martial law is imposed, and Obama is in indefinitely. No elections. So this would be a way that Obama could have another four years, or who, are, who knows how long, and not even have to worry about an election. Not to say the voting process is a totally rigged, so, this is why people ask me about voting and all this stuff. I'm like, the voting process is so totally rigged and so totally bogus, particularly at the highest levels, that, you know, everything's rigged. The electronic voting is notorious for, for being rigged. And I've put out a lot of information about the HBO did a whole documentary on the that particular scenario. Blackboxvoting.org, um, you can look at that online. I mean, vote scam, there's another one. So, um, let's go further. Will the U.S. military, together with the Russians and Chinese, turn against Americans as the only way to control the rise of the liberty movement in this country? The background information being exposed by the alternative media seems to provide enough proof as the U.S. law enforcement have admitted to preparing to face a citizen rise up. Choose the scenario and prepare. And that was from... Uh, two different people contributed to that article. All the links here to these are here. I try to try to always leave the links in and the source articles and all that stuff, so you can check this out on your own. You don't have to take my word for any of this stuff. I'm just I'm just a messenger. I'm just a watchman. I'm just you know I'm not the source of, of any of this. Um, so let's go further here, and I try to biblically reconcile it as, as well. Okay, so let's continue. Uh, next article is entitled Bullets, False Flags, and Biological Warfare. What is the U.S. government planning? Earlier this month, the DHS, again, Department of Homeland Security, who seems to be in the middle of all of this, which is further confirmation um, of disinformation, they requested 700 pounds of high-density ammonium nitrate and 700 pounds of A5 flake RDX explosives. These ingredients are known to be very high-powered explosives. When creating a makeshift terrorist bomb, ammonium nitrate is an integral ingredient. Now, remember, we've got the most wicked factions of our government being controlled by the most wicked people, you know, that you could imagine. And this is the same department that's requested, you know, 40 million hollow point 40 caliber and then all kind of other ammo as well. And now they're requesting 700 pounds of high-density ammonium nitrate and 700 pounds of A5 flake RDX explosives. Now, if there was one faction of our government we couldn't trust, it would be Department of Homeland Security. And they're the very ones that are requesting all this stuff. And it just so happens these are the same ingredients you have to use in creating a makeshift terrorist bomb. Um, hmm. So the DHS was given oversight of procurement procurement of ammonium nitrate after Congress requested they, quote, regulate the sale and transfer of ammonium nitrate by an ammonium nitrate facility to prevent misappropriation or the use of ammonium nitrate as an act of terrorism. 
Again, it's like the fox guarding the hen house. It's like giving it to Satan and, and Satan saying, oh, I would never do anything with this. I, I, I can assure you my intentions are pure as the driven snow. So going further, now remember from a previous report that we just read, I'm going to read this one paragraph over again. And this is the, the whole Rosebud source from DHS. I asked my source whether DHS is involved in the actual planning or staging of the event. Of the event. In response, the store stated that Janet Napolitano and her closest aides are being are playing a supporting role. She has to be involved because she has to control the response to the staged event. She's involved to coordinate and implement the clampdown after the fact. She does what she's told. What happens and when it happens depends on the events of the next 60 days. If it appears that Obama does not have a lock on the next four years to finish what he started, then watch out for it's going hot. Now they seem, the DHS seems to be pre-positioning itself with all of these explosives and ammo and all this other stuff to wage war on the American populace and to potentially, obviously, stage a terrorist event here. We've got the most, you know, how much more evil could you get than Janet Napolitano? And she's the one in charge of coordinating all of this. So, <laughs> it's it's looking real bad in that regard, in, that, in regard to that scenario. I mean, Obama has surrounded himself with the most wicked cadre of devils that I've ever seen in political office, probably since Hitler. And um, so, you know, it's not like, you know, there's nothing they wouldn't do. And we're just seeing this, and, and you know, you do the math, but it, it's, it's looking as though that they're uh, definitely gearing up for something here. So while DHS is arming itself with explosives, they are releasing a mystery bacteria into the Boston subway system to, quote, test sensors that detect biological agents in a supposed terror drill. You heard about this? Um, the, in the DHS press release, they state a rapid alert from a detection system can locate and identify these materials and provide for immediate and appropriate response to protect people. Because, see, that's what the DHS is all about. Protecting us. Through, through TSA, the naked body scanners, and the, the uh, whole battalion army of pedophile perverts in that, you know, in the TSA to grope us and to take naked body and to expose our body to uh, terahertz radiation from those wonderful scanning machines that literally unzip and rip apart your DNA. Other than that, they really are here to protect us. They are our buddies and our friends and our lifelong pals. And they have no hidden agenda, obviously. So now they're releasing this mystery bacteria into the subway systems of Boston. Now, as I've said before many times, a, a huge possibility that, that this may all be in conjunction with some type of pandemic that they release, that they've created in a laboratory, and that's why I did that 14-city tour back in 06 on um, the avian flu. And uh, nothing's changed today. I think they have a lot more options, probably. But that may be very much in conjunction with this martial law scenario. And with that scenario, I think would be, from a satanic standpoint, one of the smarter scenarios. Because if there's a lot of people that are sick people will be more apt to give up their weapons, to give up their whatever, to give up their rights, in order to get better. Whereas if the population is not sick, they're going to have a much higher propensity to want to fight. You know, particularly with the gun sales the way that they've been. Um, and they're going to offer the vaccination as the solution to you know 
whatever, and the vaccination is actually going to be the very thing that perpetuates it and causes it just like it was in the 1918-1919 Spanish flu that killed conservatively 50 million people. It was the people that got vaccinated who were hale and hearty one day, and I'm quoting from sources back then, who were dead the next. What of what appeared to be a black black death, a combination of many different diseases that literally overwhelmed them overnight. And there were so many people dying that they couldn't even get an accurate body count. And they were just wanting to bury them for fear of catching it. You know, in other words, getting rid of the diseased bodies. So, um, that's also a very real possibility. Not only that, that would also accomplish uh, a lot regarding the depopulation goals they have for the world. There's too many people. That's one of the things that, that I feel like they've got to really try to thin the herd. If they try this, it may be in conjunction with something like that to really try, in their eyes, to thin the herd, to thin, in their eyes, the sheeple people so that they don't have as many to deal with. I mean, we outnumber them, like, just logistically speaking, in a huge way. So, we'll see. I don't know. You know, ultimately... uh, I believe we're going to find out pretty soon, though. So let's go further here. So they're releasing this mystery bacteria in the Boston subway systems. And um, the scheme has been planned since May, and when it was announced that the bacteria B. subtilis was to be released and heavily populated in a semi-contained area like an underground subway train station. So again, I think they're doing some some dry runs of some of their scenarios that they're going to do. They're doing it kind of in broad daylight. Another plan concerning a false flag attack is from an anonymous, another anonymous source in the DHS, an informant, and is explained as a staged assassination attempt on Obama that will be linked to a white supremacist group that will be used to incite black and Hispanic Americans into starting riots across the nation, particularly against the white races. This would be a perfect scenario for Obama to impose martial law. Hey, they tried to kill me. This white supremacist group tried to kill me, just like the Sikh shooter, you know, and I've got to impose martial law, and he's going to try to incite the blacks and the Hispanics against the whites, turn this into a big race war, civil war, mission accomplished. Martial law, executive orders, Obama stays in office. There's another scenario. In this scenario, a race war will be the situation needed to implement martial law, effectively locking down the United States, U.S. Army control of the urban cities, erecting DHS checkpoints on all major points of travel, severe restrictions on travel for all citizens, and the suspension of elections to ensure Obama remains seated as the President of the United States. The DHS informant stated, the DHS is actively prepared for massive social unrest inside the United States, He then corrected himself, stating that a civil war is the more appropriate term. Certain elements of the government are not not only expecting, they're preparing for it, and they're actually facilitating it. Meaning they're going to create it. Well, it's the whole, again, as I've said before, order out of chaos. The motto of the 33rd degree Freemason, order ab cow, order out of chaos. They're going to create their, their order, bringing us into the new world order, out of the chaos they have created. So let's go further here. In the end, the whole purpose is to keep Obama in office for another term. 
Now here's another source saying the exact same thing. It's all about letting Obama finish what he started. Okay, from an Illuminati, globalist, New World Order standpoint. Uh, no matter how unpopular he is, as he has not finished changing our country um, from a constitutional republic. Now the DHS informant is saying that the final authorization was reportedly given to DHS directly from the White House, which again confirms the last report we read. There have been several different plans or scenarios developed. Well, again, we've talked about some of them today. Ready to be implemented at a moment's notice. However, they are so diverse that they require specific timing to be successful. So they don't have all their eggs in one basket. They've got a number of different ways, number of different triggers they could potentially pull to initiate this. The global elite are monitoring the political landscape, the poll numbers, the general public's psychological demeanor, and waiting for the right moment to, take, to make Obama a martyr at the hands of white supremacists in order to finally destroy the Second Amendment while class... I mean, again, that'd be gun confiscation. While classifying certain types as fringe who will be gone after uh, by the federal government agencies allocated to round up political and anti-U.S. government citizens. So, that's a big one right there. You know, and they would try to accomplish a whole bunch of different things if that one particular scenario, if they were able to lay it out. By framing U.S. veterans, certain talk show hosts and gun owners in recent shootings, uh, they are enacting their scheme by these evidences as well. Now they're, you know, they're demonizing the veterans and, and these types of things are reported on that last week. Framing U.S. veterans and current servicemen and women as white supremacists who support the U.S. Constitution is running rampant within the U.S. Armed Forces. So in other words, if you stand for anything remotely good at this point, you're evil. You're wrong. If you're not pro-Muslim, pro-abortion, pro-homosexual, pro-Big Brother, pro-Obama, pro-Communist, pro-evil, then you are evil. And the Bible says, woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. Well, this is, the, this is where we're at here. In, in, you know, this wicked country. So, with assistance of, and not to say just this country, but countries worldwide, with the assistance of the FBI-sponsored Southern Poverty Law Center and the Anti-Defamation League, training is being given to help soldiers spot extremists within their ranks, like little narcs. In a military version of the DHS civilian, quote, see something, say something campaign, that turns citizens into government spies, the federal government is using and enacting the Nazi model of a fascist takeover. Meaning, you know, you're always looking over your shoulder thinking that your guy you're working with or woman you're working with is going to turn you in. So many times you turn them in first so you don't get, you know, it's like, it's, you know, whoever can backstab the next guy quicker is the one that wins. Also, the psychiatric community, in collaboration with the pharmaceutical companies, have come forth to call support for the Second Amendment as now a mental disorder. I'll give you a link here that just came out recently. So you support the Second Amendment, you're, you're mentally, you're, there's something wrong with you, and you need to be sanitized um, or disposed of. Globalist puppets like Daniel Webster, co-director of the anti-firearm John Hopkins Center for Gun Policy and Research, asserts that, quote, gun ownership, uh, which is a, in his eyes, a precursor to gun violence, can spread much like an infectious disease. 
And once healthcare, even though the statistics indicate the exact opposite, but anyway, and once healthcare professionals to have influence over whether or not American citizens are legally allowed to possess firearms. So your MD, the one trained in pharmacia, you know, the which is the root word for sorcery, they're going to be the ones, they're going to be like the gatekeepers through Obamacare to decide whether you should be a gun owner or not. Webster would like to see Obamacare have ultimate control over the classification of mental states with regard to purchasing and obtaining FBI clearance for a gun. <laughs> it's just so wicked and evil. So, here's, here's a little picture here, and it shows Obama laughing with the White House in the background, and it shows all these guns being burned, um, all these rifles mostly being burned. And it says, in the last century, governments murdered over 260 million of their own citizens. But first, they had to confiscate their guns. So, that was the precursor every time. Disarm the population, then they murder you. You know, so, it's that big of a deal. So, a planned stage event may be carried out within the domestic U.S., it has been suggested that Obama would save his political image if he were to have his own Oklahoma City bombing, just like 9-11 was. You know? The U.S. government, under the global elite's control, is arming federal agencies, amassing fertilizer bomb ingredients, releasing bacteria under the guise of practicing for, for a terror attack, framing U.S. veterans to be involuntarily committed to psychiatric hospitals, using psychiatric hospitals in lieu of indefinite detention, planning a false flag assassination attempt on Obama to support white supremacists, that they're threats, lock, locking down America under the Declaration of Martial Law. The dots connect in obvious ways when the plans are laid out in plain sight. Their success depends on our continued slumber. And again, these are prayer points. Like the things I just listed. Really, literally, prayer points for Christians that, you know, you can take to the Lord in prayer. Um... Because this is their plan, and it's obvious this is their plan. I mean, it's not so out in the open now. They're not even really trying to hide it. Yeah, Taylor just got a, brought up a good point, which I think I, I'm going to cover too. About they're just they don't even care anymore. That we, I mean, before this type of information, they really would have wanted to suppress it. But now it's like I don't know whether it's purely by design or partly that it's by design, and also partly that they've gotten so overconfident, cocky, whatever you want to call it, that, or from the Kabbalistic standpoint, warning your enemies of their impending doom and they're, they're powerless to do anything about it. There's also that element as well. That, I mean, they're just letting all this stuff come out. I think they're so far along in their plans that they believe it doesn't really matter if you know um, because we're going to implement it and we're going to implement it in your face and we're going to even give you fore, foreknowledge and forewarning of it. So, but just remember, the Lord Jesus Christ is in control. This isn't going to take him by surprise. So, next article. Martial law. How can anyone look at the well-documented evidence and deny that it's coming soon? Here's a picture of Obama screaming into a microphone, and it says, To save America, I declare martial law. Martial law is coming to a town near you. To a town near you. Any questions? You might be a true American if you believe Obama would declare martial law, if he thought he could get away with it. Um... Then it goes on to the main article. All of the articles below are within the last nine months, and it's becoming extremely difficult to look at the mounting evidence and believe that all is well. All indications are that some kind of event is imminent. I find it especially alarming that the feds are becoming so blatantly sloppy about their agenda. And that's what we were just talking about. 
Uh, it's like they don't care anymore. War games in downtown metropolitan areas? I mean, I saw that one they had in Tampa, and it was like, oh my word, I mean, this is like <laughs> Red Dawn here in the middle of Tampa. Um, these are just the most obvious red flags. I mean, they're doing this to not only, yeah, work together and work out any bugs they might have in their war games, but also so that they're acclimating us to paratroopers jumping out of helicopters, you know, in public venues, and in, 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 in that being our norm, what we're used to, you know. So, um, it's like they don't care anymore. War games and now time about Trump areas, these are just the most obvious red flags. There are hundreds more that weave a very disturbing web of domestic intrigue. Post, please post your red flags. Let's try to wake up sheep, the sheep before the fleecing squad arrives. Here's just, again, these are just more rapid-fire bullet points of stories that you can click in in this PDF. In this, it's going to probably be a 19 or 20-page PDF when it's all said and done. You can click on this. I've left a whole bunch of these out because we've already covered some. Uh, first one is Black Hawk Helicopters War Games in downtown Minneapolis. Uh, with a statement that they will be coming unannounced to most major cities as well, and there's a link to that. Next one is revealed, 64 drone bases on American soil. Drone bases, and now the drones, uh, they're going to weaponize them as well. So there's a link to that. Then over 100 green non-desert camo tanks being transported by train. There's a link to that on American soil. Next one, DHS police hummers in major cities. There's a link to that. Federal Protective Service SUVs in every major city. There's a link to that. Uh, DHS contracting out to build a bullet-resistant booths and with stop-and-go lights, and I've reported on that in the past as well. All of these are linked. And the last one is roving TSA Viper security teams increasing uh, visit train stations, subways, and other mass transit sites to detour, to, quote, deter terrorism. Um, they had TSA with the... Republican National Convention. They were checking all their bags going in, and they, there was videos of that as well. Uh, so with more on the way, DHF, DHS officials have asked Congress for funding to add 12 more Viper teams, TSA Viper teams, this year. Uh, so all of this is linked, all of this is verified, and, you know... Um, next article, and we're going to be listening to uh, some sound clips here from a recent Alex Jones, Steve Quayle. I'm not going to play the Doug Hagman part because we've already covered his. But I wanted to, to, to um, play some of these clips because it's going to confirm a lot of what we just talked about, a lot of what we talked about last week. It's not just Alex Jones or Steve Quayle saying it. Or Doug Hagman. There's multitudes of sources now that are coming out pretty much all saying the same thing. Pointing us in the exact same direction. So, and again, that's why I'm doing this. It's not that I'm endorsing any one particular person or whatever, but when you start to see multiple alternative news agencies coming out and saying the exact same thing, then you really have to start paying attention. So I'm going to go ahead and play some of those clips, but I'm going to go ahead and go to part two because um, I'm going to run over on time if I try to do this in the next, because I'm about out of time on this one. So I'll see you in part two. God bless you, and we'll go from there. Scott Johnson's weekly audios are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. Please help us continue this work. To support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 
Second line, 450 Conover, C-O-N-O-V-E-R, Boulevard West, number 202. Third line, Conover, North Carolina, 28613. Or on the internet, PayPal can be used at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.